This is an ACB community call presented by American Council of the Blind. This Unmute Presents Community Call was hosted on Tuesday, November 22nd, 2022. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome. Just got a couple announcements here at the top. Wanted to remind everyone to make sure that you let everyone get their first question answered. So if you do have more than one question, uh, we'll get you first, and then we're going to make sure we get through everybody. And once we get through everyone and everyone's had a first chance, we'll go back through and get second chances for more questions. Also, make sure that uh, you respect everyone else, you know, give them the opportunity to ask their question as you would want to be able to ask your question with the same respect. So with that being said, if you need to get a hold of us, questions, comments, any of that good stuff, then you can email us at unmutepresents at gmail.com. If you have suggestions, ideas, comments, need help with something, you can get us there. And uh, Michael, what do you got for us today? This is so first of all, thank you, Chanel, for being our amazing host. Thank you, Darcy, for connecting us to all the amazing auxiliary places. And thanks to you if you're listening in Clubhouse or Zoom. Uh, remember, if you have any questions, feel free to raise your hand. We'll be glad to answer them for you. The Unmute Presents podcast is now officially uh, published within about an hour. I've done it a couple of weeks in, in advance or in a row. Uh, so you can always go find the Unmute Presents podcast to listen to listen to the latest uh, uh, recording. I have a couple of audio recordings that I am putting together into the feed. I'm waiting for Marty to say, yeah, go for it. Put that in there. Otherwise, maybe I'll just go ahead and throw this loop back one tutorial that a friend of the show has done uh, and have that in there. We'll see. Uh, and then I think that's all that I have. And uh, Marty, we didn't really talk that much prior to this. So did you have any news you wanted to bring up while we wait for people to raise their hands? Yeah, first of all, uh, just to remind everyone to raise your hand if you have questions and we'll get uh, we'll get to you guys. One thing I will say right out of the gate today, as this week is uh, Thanksgiving week, and I hope everyone has a really good Thanksgiving and everyone gets to eat a lot and get real fat. But also Friday's Black Friday and Monday Cyber Monday. And with that usually comes tons of deals on all kinds of stuff, especially gadgets and electronics. And so I would say if uh, you're looking to get some gifts, stuffing stuck, stop. Oh, my gosh. Stocking stuffers, say that 10 times fast. Um, I would uh, suggest uh, they have all kinds of thumb drives and hard drives and stuff like that. If you have an iOS device like a phone, they have um, a lot of thumb drives now that have a lightning port on one end that you can plug into the bottom of your phone and back up your data. And then on the other end of the same device, you have a regular USB 2.0 and you can plug that into your computer and drag all of your documents that you saved from your phone right onto your computer. So that is just one thing of many things that you can look for on uh, Black Friday. So it looks like we got lots of questions. So let's get to it. Chanel? Yes. First up, we have Jewel. Hey, Jewel. Wow. 
Wow, they really changed the Zoom. Okay, so, um, yeah, so I wanted to ask about note-takers. I'm not sure if y'all are familiar with Braille note-takers. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, that's a wide, broad uh, uh, question. Do you have a specific right. well, question about one? Yeah, or? I just wanted to make sure it was something we all were familiar with. So I'm going to be starting school again, so going back to college this uh, spring, and I was looking to to figure out what would be the best note taker. Um, I am uh, looking for something lightweight, and I was thinking like a 20 cell because I tend to like the shorter ones better. They're lighter, and I really don't need the 40 cells. Um, but I need something that, that's like really sturdy and really like can you know can do well with like variety of different devices for Bluetooth. Um, you know, if I want to hook up to like my iPhone or my laptop as well as as standalone. Um, so I wasn't sure if y'all had thoughts on that. So full transparency, I do work for AT Dyes, which does sell one of the displays that I will mention. Um, <laughs> I am very fond of the BI-20X. We don't sell that one, but I, I really like the way that that, that display feels and the Braille on it. Uh, if mm -hmm. cost is a factor, then of course the Orbit 40, I'm sorry, Orbit 20 Plus is going to come in at 749 and that'll let you connect to multiple, Braille, uh, multiple Bluetooth devices and Ooh. give you standalone note-taking functionality um and so those are the two that i personally recommend for uh uh braille braille note takers in the 20 cell line so okay. ho hopefully that helps you jewel yeah cool that kind of narrows it down a little bit more thank you yep. there's way too many of them out there there are definitely yeah I, I really just like the way that the interface looks on the bi20x so uh really really fond of that Real quick, the BI-20X, that's not the Brilliant, is it? It is. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yep. Yep, it is. So it's just the 20 version versus the 40. So thank you, Jewel. Um, Chanel, who is next? All right. Next up, we have Mitch. Hey, Mitch. How's it going? It's good. Do you guys know of any desktop clients for Mastodon besides Tweetscape? Nope. Just Tweezcake or the web interface? Thanks. Yep. Not a problem. <laughs> that was an easy one. Yeah. Uh, who is next? Next is Lar Winans. Hey, Lar. How's it going? While Lara is unmuting Darcy, do we have anyone in Clubhouse? Not currently. Perfect. Well, we have people there just knowing. And I sent Laura the prompt to unmute. So um, you can go ahead and unmute. Otherwise, make sure you get that got it button that loves to get yes. people. Yes, <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, do we have any other hands right now while we're waiting for that? Yes, Agnes. Agnes, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I have a quick question about iPhones. I was visiting with Comcast today to see about, you know, their different options and such. Okay. And one phone they mentioned was uh, the iPhone 12. I mean, so they have, you know, uh, with all of the different iPhones that, you know, they have a few different ones. So at this mm -hmm. point, we're currently on the iPhone 14, then I it was see. a 13, 11, or mm -hmm. 13, 12. So 12 is two generations back right now. Um, what is your use case? What are you looking to 
do with I, the phone? I would just use it for, well, calls, um, mainly when I'm out, out and about because I still want to keep my landline. And I would use it occasionally for messaging and perhaps put some of the apps on it that could be beneficial to me. And vision-wise, do you have I'm totally any? blind. No, okay. I don't have any. My suggestion to you would be to look at the iPhone SE, which mm -hmm. is going to be uh, the design of that phone is similar to an older model. The iPhone 8 is where that mo where that design originated from. Mm -hmm. It does still have a home button in the center and the bottom. That actually does give you an extra button. And it has the current technology, so the processor inside's real fast and snappy, mm -hmm. and the uh, hard drive you can get up to, I believe it's uh, 256 if you want to go that big. But it's much, much less expensive, and if you don't have any vision, then it would be the same functionality as one of the more expensive phones, but you would get the extra button, and it would be a lot less expensive. So that might be something to think about. And is that, I'm sorry, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Agnes, with your question. Is it something totally opposite? Okay. Is it the SE where they say 2020 or something? There's one the newer than that, actually. Yeah. I yep, believe the, it's the 22. Did it come out yep. this year, the end of last year? Yep. It came out in 2022. So that's the, the new SE. Now, I'm going to respectfully disagree with Marty because I personally love the form factor of the iPhone 12. To me, I'm a Braille screen input user, and the flat sides make a huge difference for me. Um, and, and honestly, I'm running an iPhone 12. So either the SE 2022 or the 12, I think, would be great for you. Um, and, and I get where Marty's coming from, but I like my flat sides. Do you have, have you ever used an iPhone in the past or no, not yet? No, no, I have not. I don't yeah, it, I have never even owned a cell phone yet. Yeah. So it's really a preference. I mean, both phones are great with the SE. Mm -hmm. It is a little bit smaller, but you do get that home button in the front, which gives you an extra button to be able to do certain functions. If you go with the 12 or any of the newer models, you don't get the home button and you have to learn a couple of extra gestures. But if you've never had either, then the learning curve will be about equal for you. Okay. And I had been trying to look for some more, some inexpensive cell phones that would be you know user friendly and for us um and i hadn't yes. really aside come from, up yeah come i was up gonna say anything. aside from the iphone se which will be the cheapest out of right. all of the iphones after that if you really wanted to get something cheaper than that i would recommend the pixel line but that's android and that's a whole different mm -hmm. uh yeah. thing so you'd have to decide if you wanted to leave the apple ecosystem and try going mm -hmm. to android but you can get a really great Pixel phone, the 6A, uh, which just came out this year, and that runs about $350. Okay. But it's Thank not you. iPhone. So, right, right. again, you're going to have a whole different ecosystem and everything. So, if you're looking for inexpensive, the SE in uh, the Apple lineup will be the most inexpensive. Thank you much. Yeah, no help. problem. Yep, no problem. Okay, so next up, we have Laura. It will go back to her if she can unmute. Otherwise, Laura, I would try going out of the meeting and coming back in. Um, so we'll... And while you're working on that, let's go to Meryl. Hey, Meryl, how you doing? Hi, Chanel. Yeah, and hi, Herb. Uh, hi, Marty and um, 
And Michael, okay, this problem I'm having because the, um, and I had it once before and I fixed it, but when I use my headphones and I have the um, Logitech H390, um, and for the past couple of days, I don't know what's been happening, but people can hear my jaws. And now it's not that much because I did some uh, work, but, you know, I went to the control panel and I'm going to go there right Are now. Are you on and Windows, to, Meryl? You're on Windows, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm on Windows 10. Um, I went to the control panel and hold on. Let me go back. Uh, speaker setup, sound dialogue, playback. Pay, okay. Um, okay. So I tested it like, and it seemed okay, but audio channels test. Okay. Next uh, front, left and right. And I checked both of that mm -hmm. uh, next button. Uh, space bar. Okay. Finish button. But then I, what I did was when I went to configure, uh, let's see. Oh, then I went to the volume set default. Uh, Are you using the headset now, Meryl? I'm using it now, but yeah, we yeah. hear jaws faintly. It's not overwhelming. I know. Um, and I know. And I've trying to have it where i don't people don't hear it at all to where people don't so i i have two suggestions for okay. you number one this just started happening is that mm -hmm. correct okay yeah um with some headsets and i don't know about that specific headset but with mm -hmm. some headsets you do over time end up getting um uh, bleed over from jaws and and it's a hard it's a hardware issue not necessarily okay. something in the software okay. um, that can that can coalesce over time and and become worse over time and i don't hmm. have a solution to solve that specific problem yeah because i went to hardware and sounds that's where mm -hmm. i went is that the yeah. correct place to go yeah. right Yep. Um, and then the other suggestion is JAWS has a balance feature. Are you right. using that feature? I, I've experimented with that. So I think I'm going to go to the balance feature again. And, mm -hmm. uh, JAWS key V, you know. B, and then left or right. We'll right. put JAWS in left or right ear. And then the oh. uh, zoom tool in the opposite ear. Pressing okay. JAWS key V. I'm sorry. Let me take that back. Okay. JAWS key plus space will mm -hmm. bring you to layered keystrokes and right. then press okay. V for volume, B v for balance, and, for and then balance. left will put JAWS in the left ear, right will put JAWS no. in the right ear, Thank and then... Oh. Yep. And mm -hmm. then up will restore mm -hmm. JAWS to both ears. Again, starting with JAWS key space, followed by V and then B. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, play with you. that and see if that helps at all, because that might give you a better experience. I will. Thank you so much. No problem, Meryl. Mm -hmm. Who is next, Chanel? Next, we have a phone number, area code 502, ending 668. You may unmute and ask your question. So if your number ends in 668, go ahead and press star six to unmute. And I just sent you the prompt to unmute. And while that person is getting unmuted, let's go to Abraham Vasta. Hey, Abraham, how you doing? Wait, 
It sounds like we got a lot of muting issues today. <laughs> Ebrahim Basta, yeah. Hi, sorry about that. No, no, no problem. problem. How are you um, doing? I'm good in you. Good, thank you. I was just exp experiencing the problem that I wanted to do. I have a question on. Um, so if I go to JAWS and then to sound cards and then switch the sound card to my headset, mm -hmm. sometimes randomly it will switch back to my speakers. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure why, even though I don't lose any connection or anything. Yeah. I'm running yeah. JAWS 2022. I have, I have seen that when I was on the JAWS side of things. It, and it happened to me most especially when I used interfaces with multiple output devices connected to that interface where you could pick from. Yes. I, I have observed that. One thing you can try if you haven't yet, Ibrahim, is JAWS key space VC and C for card. And then yes. you can up and down arrow keys and see if it sets it there. Yes. Um, another issue that related there. Um, if I switch it, say, to my uh, headset, sometimes mm -hmm. the sound of JAWS will come through my headset, but the um, JAWS sounds, you know, the clicks or whatever, yeah. will come through my TV. Oh, that's uh, fun. Because you use your TV as one of your outputs on your Windows computer, yes, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So honestly, what the, the best way that I have found to to try this, and I don't know if you've done, or to get it to be more reliable, I don't know if you've tried this, JAWS key space followed by F4 will actually force JAWS to restart with the new settings that you've applied. Okay, yes. And that might okay. get it to work. Okay, okay, yeah. thanks. Best, best of luck, and thanks a lot, Ibrahim, for, for uh, your questions. Appreciate it. We do a quick check in on Clubhouse and see if we have anything there. We do. We actually we have uh, Janet has a question. So Ooh, hi, Janet. Hey, Janet. How you doing? Good morning, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. What can we do for you? Um, I had a comment. Is that okay? Yep, go for it. Um, for the new people who don't have an iPhone quite yet, or gonna get one for the next year or whatever, and don't really know how to use it. Um, iBug today has a training program for that. Yep. Appreciate that. There is a lot of iPhone uh, trainings in ACB community in general. And yes, iBug today has uh, training on both iOS and Android. Definitely a good resource to be aware of. So thank you, Janet. Appreciate that. And my other question is, are there any, are there any um, training, training classes or YouTube videos about um, Apple Watch? Have you ever heard of uh, the book series uh, Take Control, out of curiosity? No. There is a book series called Take Control, and they do individual apps or individual operating systems. So, for example, take control of Apple Watch or take control of Zoom or any of those. So you might want to do a Google search for the Take Control website and then take a look at all the lists of their books and see if they have one for Apple Watch. Uh, other than that, I would uh, look around the community. Sometimes they're doing, you know, one off Apple uh, iPhone and Apple Watch uh, questions and answers in some of the uh, questions. But if you have any specific questions, we could try and answer them here for you if you have something about Apple Watch. I had a, uh, can I ask a really quick question or should I wait till, till the next round? Go uh, ahead. Ask, yeah, go for go it. Ahead, I'm not seeing a lot okay, of hands. Um, is there a spotlight on Apple Watch? No. 
Nope. The closest thing you have to spotlight on Apple Watch is our favorite assistant. Okay, so <laughs> I'll stop being sarcastic. Siri and uh, Siri can can open applications if you're looking to open specific applications on your Apple Watch, but there isn't really a way to search the Apple Watch itself. Alrighty, thank you. No problem, yep. and uh, Chanel. You guys have a blessed day. Gobble gobble. You yep, you too. Thank you. All right. The next one we have is somebody on their Braille Sense, Byron Sykes. It says Hello, Braille Sense. Byron. And then, hey, Byron, hey how you doing? Did the unmute work this time? It did. Yes. You're unmuted. All right. Yay. <clears throat> well, not a question per se, but um, possible idea for Agnes. Uh, I have an iPhone SE third generation. I'd be happy to sell her for 350 It includes the Speed Dots full screen. Um, and be happy at SykesByron1 at gmail.com. All righty. Well, uh, in future, people, remember to uh, go through community while sharing personal information because these po- these calls are podcasted and sent out to people who we don't know. Um, however, we appreciate that, Byron. And if, she, if Agnes is interested, she can reach out to community at acb.org in order to get your contact information for that specific device. Uh, Shalyn, do we have anyone else? Oh, Yes, um, I think you meant to say Chanel, but I will take Shalyn. I've been that's an interesting one. Okay, Um, so let's try Laura Winans again. Nope, looks like we are not able to get. Yeah, and I've sent her the prompt to unmute a few times. The best thing you could do is go out, leave entirely, and come back in. So over to Clubhouse. Yes, we do have someone else. We have Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany. How you doing? Hi, I'm doing all right. Thank you. What um, can we do for you today? Okay, interesting. Yes, I'm having this weird problem with my uh, phone, and I run a group for myself with tech, and this one's really got me stumped, though. Um, if I'm on, like, a phone call or something, you know, normally you can go out of the phone call, like, go back to look, like, say you want to check your messages or look at, I don't know, Facebook or email or something. Mm-hmm. It will not let me do that. If I'm on a phone call, it won't let me go back to my main screen. Are you on an iPhone or what kind of phone are you on? Really... Oh, sorry. Yeah, iPhone 11. Okay. Uh, yeah, the screen's damaged somewhat. I mean, the sighted people, when they t- look at it, I guess the digit pads or something's busted because you can't see the colors or anything on the screen. But when you touch it, it's like smooth to the touch, except for like the top corners. You know, there's some. Yeah, some uh, the grass or the glass is slightly cracked there. But I don't know if that has something to do with it. Um, but I mean, that's been messed up for a few months. But I'd say in the last month or so, it's it, it's a very annoying uh, bug where it you know you just can't look at messages or anything have, outside of the phone call. Have you tried updating it at all? Even though the screen is cracked, have you tried running the updates on it? And if you have, do you know what operating system you've gotten yeah. to at this point? Uh, it's. I don't remember the exact numbers. I'm I am uh, dyslexic as well as being blind, so <laughs> I mm-hmm. don't remember the exact numbers. Um, but yeah, it is the, the most up to date. I even went into the um, you know you can do the custom gestures on the phone and mm-hmm. set up a custom gesture to go back to the home screen, and it works. But if I'm on a call, uh, it will not uh, do that for some reason. So, um, so you're able to navigate through the menus and all of that without a problem, typically. Yes, as long as I'm not on any kind of phone call, I can scroll around. I can, you know, navigate the menus. Um, you know, it's not a problem. 
I'm wondering, due to the cracked screen on that phone, you know, you do the swipe gestures from the bottom. Uh, I wonder right. with the cracked screen if that's affecting it. If you're able to navigate around through the screen and go into, you know, settings, uh, there is on that phone, there's a uh, back tap, which means you can do a double tap on the back of the phone or a triple tap on the back of the phone to assign. Uh, you can assign either of those to pretty much anything you want. Um, so I would look and see if there's a way to make one of those, either the double tap or the triple tap, go to the app switcher or possibly the home screen and see if that will help you be able to navigate around when you're on a phone call. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. Now, will, will that still work? Like, even if you've got a phone case on the on the phone, yes. on the back top. Yep. Awesome. Yep. It will work. Uh, Jewel has a suggestion in chat, so Jewel, go ahead and unmute and let us know. Yeah, I experienced this issue yesterday. Um, and if you bring up the app switcher, if you're able to bring it up and then switch to an app, then you can get out of that. Um, I found that I was not able to get to the home screen or anything. Also. Um, but I was able to bring up the app switcher. I was using my keyboard though, to get to the app switcher. So maybe the back tap would be able to do that. If you can't get the app switcher, otherwise, do you, do you know how to get, if you don't know how to get to the app switcher again, this is where I thought maybe there would be a problem, but at the bottom of the phone, you put your finger down and then you take it to the second, um, haptic touch that you'll feel so the first one will just take right. you back to the home screen the second one will put you in the app switcher are you not able to do that not if i'm on a call it'll just say you know phone call with such and such number active and that's all it does yeah so maybe the back tap for the app switcher oh. would help for that i'll definitely look into that because that's something i haven't thought of and like I've run a tech group for the blind. I'm reasonably tech savvy, but this one definitely had me stumped. So I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Good luck. Let us know how it goes. All right, Janelle. All right, Laura Winans has rejoined us. So, Laura, are you able to unmute? Did it work? Yep, yes. There you go. We can hear you now. Wow. <laughs> I never had that trouble before. Okay. Um, my question is tied to I want to have a CD reader talk to my iPad Air. Is there a device that'll connect? The only way that I think that you can do that is if you have a CD drive on a computer and you send the information like over your network to your iPad. I don't think there's any way to plug an optical drive or a CD drive directly into the iPad. Uh, I Yeah, I think that I... One of those items you described uh, in this uh, auction or uh, sale sounded like it had all the right ins gozintas and gozoutas. Uh, yeah. but <laughs> Which iPad you, do you have? I have the iPad Air 4. So that does have a USB-C port on the bottom. You could plug in a USB-C dongle that has you know regular USB-A which uh -huh. you might be able to find an external optical drive that has USB-A on it. The only issue is there's no software on the iPad that's going to be able to run that optical drive. So if you're looking to rip a CD, you know, like, is that what you're trying to do is take a CD and digitize it and then put it onto your iPad? Well, I bought an audio book and it's all on, it's on CDs. 
And uh, so I want to hear the the uh, book through my iPad. Do you uh, have a computer at your house? Yeah, I do. Uh, it's a Dell, brand new Dell. So what you could do is you could digitize all of those CDs so you can create a new folder, you know, and then digitize all those CDs and put them into a folder on your computer. And once you have them all digitized, then you can transfer them over to your iPad, either over your network or via like Dropbox or iCloud drive, or even put them on like a thumb drive or a hard drive and get them onto your iPad that way. Okay. I know it's a little bit convoluted, but there isn't a way really to rip CDs on an iPad, unfortunately. You call it, it sounds so, sounds kind of dark and dirty to rip something. I'm just, I paid 50 bucks for these. No, rip um, is just a term for digitizing a CD or, or a DVD from analog, which is the state it's in when it's on the CD or DVD format. Uh, Once you save no. it, you're basically digitizing it and saving the digital files either into like mp4 or mp3 files onto your computer and then you can do something with them like either play them on your computer send them to your ipad save them to a hard drive you just you got to get the those uh discs that you have digitized and then you can send them over to your ipad after you've done that it's just the taking those we call them ripping, and what that means is converting from analog to digital onto your computer, and then you can you do something with those files, play them, save them, whatever, without needing the CD or the DVD anymore. Once you've done that, you can send them over to your iPad. Okay, I'll give it a try, and if I didn't get all that, uh, is there a number I could call for one-on-one? Yeah, uh, you can email us at unmutepresents at gmail.com. And we can try and assist you more if you're having more problems. At Gmail. Okay. Okay. It's unmute. Say that again now. I'm, I'm it's unmute that. presents with an S on oh. the end okay. at gmail.com. So unmute presents at gmail.com. Got it. Thank you. Yeah, no, no problem. Bro. Good luck to you. And next up, we have Deborah Jackson. And then maybe we should te- check in Clubhouse. All right. Are we taking Deborah or checking Clubhouse? Deborah. I said Deborah. Okay. Yeah, okay. sorry. Hello, how you doing? Good. How are you? Fine. I'm working with the two one one volunteer where um, we make phone calls on the computer. So they have a um, link where um, we can make the phone call with the quality insurance, but uh, we have to go through a whole lot of navigation. And for some reason, they won't let us make the phone call. So, um, and they, change, I think, changed the program or something like that. Is there any way that um, you can make um, uh, phone calls um, on the computer? Yes. So, um, I don't know what what tools 211 uses in your area. Um, I, I work from home and we make uh, phone calls in the Chrome browser all day long. So it is completely doable. You'd want to find out the name of the tool that 211 uses for phone call making abilities. And then would I, are you a JAWS or voiceover user? Or what, what are you using on your computer? JAWS. 
Yep. So uh, JAWS will work with a lot of, they're called VOIP services. Um, and that's probably what they're using. So I would find out what's the name of the program you guys use to make phone calls. And then honestly, instead of having to wait to come back to us, of course, you can come back to us with that information. We can do a little bit of research for you uh, or email unmutepresents at gmail.com. But you can always call Vespero and ask them, which is a company that produces JAWS. Hey, we use this program for my 211 volunteer service. Do you have any tips for navigating it with JAWS? Okay, thank you. No problem. And it is doable, so no need to lose hope. I'm sure there's there's ways to make it happen out there. So thank you, Deborah, for your question. Darcy, mm-hmm. do we have anyone in Clubhouse? We do. Herbie's got something. Hey, Herbie, how's it going? All right. It's going good. Oh, boy, there's a number of things I could talk about. Um, one, um, you know, anybody can use Google Chrome to make phone calls if you're on the Windows side. I'm sure it works on the Mac side, too. But it does. You've yep. also got the built-in FaceTime application, which uh, <clears throat> excuse me, works even better. So, <clears throat> um, And iTunes, by the way, on Windows is a great CD-ripping program. I uh, just wanted to mention that um, I know it's. it seems like it has a complicated interface, and I get that, but for CD ripping, I find it the best because it will actually still pull the titles and all that um, if you're on the Windows side. But I actually wanted to see if anybody else, you or anybody else, had noticed this problem because I have a clubhouse issue that really bugs me. Um, <laughs> so I use AirPods. A lot. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's a whole lot easier just to click on a notification if a room pops up on Clubhouse that I'm interested in. But what happens is I click on the notification and it suddenly gets really, really, really loud. And yep. I have and to you close can't turn it, it out. Down. No. Okay. So yeah. it's not just me it's, having It's this not issue. just you. It, 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 I noticed it actually in iOS 16.1 beta and it's still around. It's still an issue. Um yeah, you have to quit the clubhouse and then reopen clubhouse, and then yes. you can adjust your volume just fine without any problems. Yeah, it works yeah. just fine that way. But what? Yeah, yeah so it's like what's and it seems about the to only happen when you're using AirPods uh, too. Well, not AirPods two, the number, but AirPods. I, I haven't noticed it on the speakerphone right. itself. No, I've yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. So yeah, yep. All right. so, so nope not not just you, Herbie. I've been All having right, a ton of problems with out. the AirPods as well, although not that problem, but many other problems. So, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, what, what, well, you know, there's this call called Unmute Presents. You uh, should go in and ask them about your problems, and maybe somebody <laughs> have an answer. We can't yeah, help you. Awesome. I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah, it's on every Tuesday noon. Who is next? Central. Yep. Oh, boy. Did we have anyone else in Clubhouse, or was that it? Not presently. Okay, so next up we have Barbie and her iPad Air. Hey, Barbie, how you doing? Yes, hello. Hello. I want to, um, I want to talk about iPad Air as well. I'm trying to rip a lot of CDs. I have a humongous collection. And so I am using iTunes, but I wasn't sure which one to use whether to use the MP3 or the AAC from Apple, which one should I use? I've been using the first one. 
I would suggest using MP3 only because it's going to make it more universal if you're going to use use it on other devices. If you're planning on ripping the CDs or digitizing your CDs and taking the files and put them on other devices in other places or save them, you know, on anywhere off your computer, MP3 is going to be a more universal format. If you're going to keep them mostly just on your computer in iTunes and you're not really moving the files anywhere, you just want to play the music out of iTunes pretty much on your computer, then what you're doing is fine. I want to move it to my iPad and my 13 Pro Max and stuff like that. You should still be fine then with what you're doing. as long If you're staying on Apple devices, you should be fine. Thank you. Yep. And the next person we have is a repeat, unless, Jewel, were, did you address your question or your comment uh, when you talked earlier? Yes. Okay. Then we are clear. Whoa. No one has any questions. <laughs> I find that a little hard to believe because I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> so... Michael, since we are going into holidays and we're going into Black Friday and people are going to be getting all kinds of new devices, why don't we talk a little bit about backing up options and what people can do to make sure their data stays safe while they're updating to new devices? Oh, oh and I thought you were going to ask me what's a cool headset that's on sale. Through well, you Christmas. could talk about that if you'd like. What's a new uh, headset that's on sale? <laughs> so the Shocks line of products, if you've been interested in Aftershocks, they are all on sale currently uh, at any retailer that sells Aftershocks headsets. The open comms are down from $159.95 to $134.95. So it's a substantial discount. The uh, Aftershocks open moves are on sale from $79 to $59. Um, and the uh, Aftershocks Open Runs, formerly Aeropex, are down from one twenty nine ninety five to ninety nine ninety five. So uh, definitely, I was just going to say, could you do a quick primer on the differences in those? Because probably a lot of people don't know what the difference in the different models are. So the Open Move is the pair that I recommend to people to get started with. Um, they, for those who don't know, Shocks are headsets that leave your ears open so you can hear your environment around you. Um, the open open move um, are probably almost about an ounce, and they so they're still lightweight. Uh, they are running a slightly older version of Bluetooth. The open runs, which are ninety nine ninety five, are the lightest weight shocks that are available, um, and the one thirty four fifty the or one thirty four ninety five. The open comms is my favorite shocks. Those have a microphone that points down towards your mouth on the left-hand side of them, and they're good for noise-reducing uh, your environment so people can clearly hear you on the phone or on Ira, and they, as I said, leave your ears open as well so you can hear things around you. So that's a quick primer on the Shocks headsets. Go to your favorite retailer, including Amazon, Shocks, or AT guys, and you can pick them up. I had to throw that little plug in there. Uh, Chanel, who is, do we have a hand? We do. We have Jewel. Go ahead, Jewel. Real quick question. Do you know how long that sale is going for? Um, yep. The sale is going through Christmas Day. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. I'm getting that for my girlfriend. She's yep. been wanting one, but they're just too expensive. Yep. They are on sale. So definitely check them out. <clears throat> awesome. Thank you. No problem. So, Marty, related. And we just got another hand. All right. Oh. So, Ebra Ebrahim. Ebrahim. Um. 
Is the mic on the open comms uh, adjustable, or is it just like always pointing? Down? You you can adjust it. It's it. Um, you can move it around. It isn't. It doesn't move around very easily, but it is adjustable, so you can make it actually flush with the headset itself if you want to move it out of the way, so you don't have to worry about it. Um, it. I would say it's about. I have one in my hand right now. I would say probably about an inch long, so it's not a super long microphone, okay. and it doesn't get in the way that much. Um, and the nice oh. thing about the Open Coms is they do ship with a hardbacked case that you can carry your Open Coms in and just zip them up and throw them in a bag. Awesome. Um, so I got the the what do I have? Aeropix, I think. Okay. Yes, at the moment, <clears throat> and it's just the microphone quality. Uh, it sucks. <laughs> yes, it does. It does. So for those who don't know, the, the Aeropex, which are the now uh, branded as the open runs, the microphone is actually back by your ears. So it picks up all, uh, not just a lot, it picks up all of the room noise. Uh, and, yeah. and so it, they are not the best microphone. Okay, thanks. No problem, Ibrahim. And we had Laura raise his hand again. Hi Hello. there. Can you hear me? Yes, yes we can hear you. Okay, good. This has been weird today. Um, I don't think I got my the information written down uh, correctly. If I want to get back to you about this uh, uh, ripping process, is there a uh, number I can call? or? There's not know? a phone number, but there is an email, and it should have been unmutepresents, with an S, at gmail.com. Oh, that, yeah, I dropped the S. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> you guys and are we- great. Thank you. And we have two more raised hands. These are repeats. First up is Mitch or Mitchell. Hey, Mitch. How you doing? I'm good. You guys on any Mastodon server? Nope. Nope. You guys I have not jumped to the that? Mastodon environment. I am still on Twitter. Okay. All righty. Do we want to check Clubhouse? Do we have anything in Clubhouse? There's currently no one with their hand raised in Clubhouse. Okay, Chanel. The next up will go to Agnes. Agnes. Hi, I have a question. Um, I have some movies that I've tried and tried to play on my computer. Some are Hallmark movies, and then I have one Disney movie. And right now, my default player is Windows Media Player. And when I try to play them, um, it it won't play all of them. And I didn't know what the deal was. Are you on a Windows or what kind of computer? Windows. Windows. And what's your operating system? Windows 10. Okay. And, you know, it it played one um, Hallmark movie, but it won't play the other stuff. So I always use VLC media player for any of my media playing uh, uh, needs. So I would, that's where I would start is to go get VLC media player. V and it's free, video by the way. Land. It doesn't cost you anything. Mm-hmm. Yep. So just VLC Victor Lima Charlie, and that might play those videos. Obviously, we don't know the formats right. or the, the type of videos, but that's where I would start trying. Uh, just for, as a little bit of a primer, the Windows media player typically is a little bit finicky because it wants to play mostly only Windows media files where <laughs> VLC is got tons and tons of different file formats that it's able to read. So it'll do a lot better reading 
all the things opposed to only, you know, uh, some of the things. So that's a real good option to try. If something's going to play it, that's going to play it. And how do you get the information about how to use, use it? I do have it on my computer, but I um, wasn't sure where to find the commands and stuff. Yeah, so it's actually, um, if you press uh, your applications key or shift F10 on the file itself, Mm -hmm. then you can choose the option to open with VLC media player and pressing Mm -hmm. enter will start playback of that file if it's supported in VLC. Your space bar will play pause and your up and down arrow keys will adjust the volume of the media content and left and right will adjust the playback position of the media content as well. Okay, and I do that once I have the dvd yep. in there okay thank yep. you much no problem yep. good luck to you thank you anybody else now not currently clubhouse do we have anything not currently perfect so marty i will answer your question in the last about 10 minutes that we have here because i'm seeing it's about 45 after um backing up your data. If you're on, and I'll take this from Android and you can address iOS because most people will be backing up their mobile devices or their computers. Yeah. So on Android, there is a, a tool and the caveat to this tool is you have to be signed into a personal Google account. Strangely enough, if you're signed into a paid Google account for Google Workspace, and you'll know if you're using Google Workspace, uh, you can't back up. But under settings, there is an option to backup device. And then you simply uh, choose that backup option. It will take all the content from your Android device and back it up to the cloud. So next time you sign in on a new device, it'll ask you, hey, do you want to restore from this specific phone uh, backed up at this specific date and time and you choose yes and it will restore the, the settings to your new phone and you'll be able to uh, then just kind of hit the ground running with that new phone uh, on Android. Now, how would you do that or is it similar on iOS? So on iOS, and this would work on iPhones and iPads, and what you would do is you would want to make sure, first of all, that backing up is turned on. Usually it'll back up in the middle of the night at some weird time, and what you would need to do is make sure that you're plugged into your charger and that you're also attached to your Wi-Fi. Those two things uh, will allow you to back up automatically. You basically... Put your phone on the charger and make sure that's turned on and uh, in the middle of the night it will back up. If you're going to be only concerned about things like contacts and calendar, notes, things like that, you'll want to go into your iCloud account and make sure that you're signed into your iCloud account. And then once you're there, you'll see all of the lever checkboxes. You want to make sure all the things that you want to be backed up to the cloud, contacts, calendars, notes, all of those things. And you'll see there's a huge list that you can go through and turn all of those things on. And those will all get backed up uh, into the cloud. If you have photos, music, all of that stuff, they should also be backed up to the cloud, but you want to make sure that they are. And you also want to check your hard drive on your phone and also check the amount of space that you have in the cloud. If you only have the stock cloud storage, I believe you only get a few gigs. It's not very much. Uh, You can pay... uh, 
a number of different fees for the amount of extra space you get. And I believe it starts at 99 cents and then it goes up from there to a couple of bucks and all the way up to like two terabytes. Um, not everybody needs all of that. I suggest for most people the 99 cent one because that's a good insurance policy. And if you're getting a new phone, make sure that you get enough hard drive space uh, to have all of the things on your phone backed up. Typically, the average these days is 128 gigs is where most phones start, although some start at 64 gigs. And uh, don't forget that just because your phone says 64 gigs or 128 or whatever amount you have, you lose a lot of that right out of the gate because by the time you have 64 gigs, you put your operating system on there and you put your apps on there, you know, you're going to lose a chunk of that right out of the gate. Uh, if you want to open up some storage space on your phone, go through the apps and delete apps that you don't need, especially apps that are really big. For example, GarageBand, iMovie, things like that. Those are huge files and apps. They have a lot of stuff in them, and so they take up a pretty good chunk. If you're not planning on using those, I would delete those, and that'll open up some extra space on your uh, device. And go through and delete any apps you're not going to use. Just because you delete them doesn't mean you can't get them back in the future. You can go into the App Store, and you can re-download them. Uh, if they're Apple apps, like GarageBand, iMovie, all that kind of stuff, you can just download them again. It's not going to cost you anything. And most of the other apps, uh, if they're already on your device, that means they're probably either free or you've already paid for them, and you'll be able to re-get those apps again at a later date. The last thing I would suggest is uh, you can look at you know things like... Uh, Thumb drives, they have thumb drives now that have, like I was talking about earlier, a lightning port on one end and then a standard USB on the other end. So you can plug it in. It will back up your data to the thumb drive. And then you can take the thumb drive and you could stick it into your computer and then get all your data off of the thumb drive and onto your computer. And they're pretty inexpensive. If uh, you're looking for something that's uh, not too expensive, I would say the... Uh, is it the scan disc? Those they're pretty good, and they come in a bunch of different sizes: 64 gigs, 128 gigs. They range anywhere 25 bucks, and they go up, you know, depending on the size of hard drive size you get, and all that good stuff. Good things to have. If you do happen to have a device like any of the iPads that have USB-C ports, you can then look for external hard drives. Uh, as long as it has a USB-C port, then you can actually plug a USB-C drive into the port on the bottom of your iPad and you can back up data to a external hard drive. So that is your options for backing up. Well, it looks like we are just about running out of time. Do we have any questions in Clubhouse? We do not. So Jewel just shared a message in chat, and I do want to acknowledge this. You can offload applications off of your phone, and that will store the application in iCloud, but leave the icon on your phone so you can easily bring that uh, app back to your phone if you need to, simply by double tapping on the icon. Um, the 
app, if it's in, um, if it's been offloaded, we'll say name of app in iCloud. And so that'll tell you that, hey, I have this app, but it's going to take it a couple of seconds to re-download and let me be able to reopen it up and uh, use it. So that is available in newer operating systems as well. So thank you for that tip, Jewel. That is a good idea. Thanks, and- Jewel. I'm not seeing anything in Zoom, so, I mean, we could wrap it up a little early if we want, Marty. Yeah, we can let everyone start planning for their Thanksgiving uh, coming up. We just got a hand. Okay, who do we got? Alan Ramos. Hey, Alan, what can we do for you? Oh, I'm looking for a phone that is accessible. I want it uh, with push buttons. Oh, the Blind Shell Classic, Classic. yeah. Well, I That's think you want to give me a quick recommend. primer on that. <laughs> so the Blind Shell Classic 2 will give you some... Uh, I have one sitting next to me. It has physical push buttons on it. It will allow you to push buttons to interface with it, so to navigate the menus. Or there's a button on the right edge that will allow you to press and hold it, and it will let you talk to the phone if you would prefer as well. The gotcha with the Blind Shell Classic 2 is in the United States. It only officially works on T-Mobile. We can get it to work on at and if you need some ideas on that, feel free to reach out to us and we can help you with that. Uh, uh, most of your vendors in the United States are offering a free blind shell beep uh, with the blind shell itself as a promotional uh, tool. So you get a additional add-on to the phone and the cost of the phone is $489. Not a bad price for something like this. Yeah, um, AT Guy sells it, and you can also go to Blind Shell USA to find more uh, dealers as well. Okay. We did do uh, a a Blind Shell Classic a couple of months ago, Uh, so you might be able to go into the archives of our podcast. You might be able to find that, and it's about 45, 50 minutes long, and it has a lot of really good information on there, so you might want to check that out for extra info if uh, that's what you're looking for. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be winding up buying two of them because my brother wants one also. There you Watch. go. There you go. Well, reach out to AT guys and we'll be glad to help right. you out. Uh, Chanel, it looks like we have another hand speaking we of do. blind We do. We have two. Okay. Um, we have Belle Mills and then Eugenia. Let's go hey, to Belle. Oh, you know you what doing, I'm Belle? going to say right here. I do. The blind <laughs> shell. The blind shell. <laughs> I, I, it's an obsession with me, you see. I have a blind shell. I love it. And I'm on two lists. And I'm using it with Ira. I, it's such a good phone. I recommend it. I recommend it to Agnes. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, it's, it's just tops. It, I, I, and we appreciate that, Belle. Thank you. It's, it, and when I, I actually have, have a quick question for Belle. <laughs> so, Belle, what is your experience with Ira on your blind shell? Because that's a new feature that's just come out recently. And I was curious if you've been able to use it and what your experience has been with it. Uh, it works fairly well. The last time I had to tilt and turn every direction, but the two times before I didn't have as much problem. So I guess it must have been me, or could I have been the lighting been having too. a bad day. Yeah, uh, did you say light? Yeah, it could have been the lighting in the, the lighting? room that you. Yes, yeah. it could have yeah. been. Yep. Yeah. So. Okay. Thanks, Thanks Bell. Enjoy Thank you, Thanksgiving. Bell. Yeah, Thank you, you too. too. This is going to be the last question because we're running out of time. Eugenia. Hey, Eugenia. Hi, how are you? Good, how uh, are you? I'm doing great, thank you. Uh, question about those uh, backup uh, drives. Um, there are some that they have USB-C and lighting and uh, the regular USB. 
They typically would just have USB-C and Lightning or USB-A and Lightning. They're not going to have all three. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So thank you, Eugenia. Appreciate okay. it. Uh, yeah. And, and, and which brand do you recommend before? I'm sorry. I didn't. Oh, the one I mentioned earlier, I think it's called uh, ScanDisc. SanDisc. Uh, yeah. They, they okay. have a really good reputation. They make a good product, and it's not too expensive. You can get them on Amazon. You really could get them anywhere. So just look for uh, ScanDisc. Uh, it would be lightning to USB thumb drive. Thank you. Yep, no problem. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. And with that, Marty, why don't you close it out at five minutes to the top of the hour? All right. Well, thanks everyone for coming. We would like to thank our hosts for helping us out in Clubhouse and in Zoom here today. We also hope everyone else has a great Thanksgiving. We'll be back here next week, same time, same place. If you have questions or comments or suggestions, you can email us at unmutepresents at gmail.com. And Michael, anything you want to say in closing? Uh, no, just remember to check out the podcast at Unmute Presents uh, on ACB Community, and we will catch up with you all next week. Thanks a lot. Thanks, everyone. Have a great holiday, and we'll see you next week. 